Welcome to Crest in partnership with Elusive. Hope you've all been getting some good waves in the last month. Wales has certainly had plenty on offer if you're based in the motherland. Speaking of which, we have a very Wales-oriented episode this month, and we've been excited about it for quite a while. We formed this podcast to talk to legends, and here they are. This year, the Welsh Surfing Federation has celebrated its half-century with another live-streamed nationals and a range of coaching and development opportunities. While in the water, the standard of our surfing has been better than ever. To celebrate this milestone, we've pulled together quite a cast. Tom and Rob have put Mark Vaughan and James Jones on the couch alongside none other than Linda Sharp and Herbie, aka Hugh John themselves. These guys pretty much are the WSF over the past few decades, and once again, Linda's encyclopedic knowledge of Welsh, European and world surf culture is as expansive as it gets. Flanked by the storytelling of Herbie, it's quite an experience to chat to the pair together. When we did a survey monkey of who you'd most like to hear from back in 2020, Herbie was one of the most suggested names. So here it is. You want legends? Well, here's Herbie, Linda, James and Vaughny on the WSF at 50. Okay, hello and welcome to this, the special 50th anniversary of the WSF episode. I'm going to introduce the panel, and I think I'll do it from west to east. So joining us from the Gower is James Jones. Then moving slightly further east, we've got Linda, and on to Herbie, and Mark Vaughan from Atlantic Major joining me, Rob and Tom, and of course, producer Dodd. Hi Tom. How are you doing? All right, I was pretty exciting to have these guys all sat next to us here. So I was trying to work that out there, whether you were going with like West well, and East, I went, where we sat. Ah, no, no, I went, so James Jones, from the Gower, Linda Sharp, Portalbert, now Because it used to be the dividing lines of surfing in Wales used to be the rivers, didn't it? Nah. <laughs> I thought it was like, it's the Avon, the Ogmore, and that's where the surf clubs kind of went, you know? That's what I always thought it was. No, really. no, not really. It was to start with. There were always two clubs on Gower. There was Gower Bays and Gower Lifeguards. Yeah. And uh, then there was Aberavon stuck in the middle. Yeah. And then there was the three clubs that joined up to make Welsh Coast. Yeah. Was it three? Five. And that was five. All oh, right. You know, the you know many. The nice. rivers don't have that much. Lantern, if you, yeah, if you wanted to use it now, it would be a good way of doing it. Yeah, it would simplify things. It was, yeah. But it wasn't like that. It was no. where like regional rugby. Where, where were you born, you? Oh, Bridgend, Bridgend originally. You, James? Swansea. Swansea. Linda. Uh, Neath. <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> that's the... Well, that's where I was actually born. <laughs> no, it's Neath or Talbot now, isn't it? But, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's true. The uh, rivers, Cardiff. The rivers would interest. be a really good way to do it. I thought about this as suggested to a few people, yeah. but that's not. I don't think that's anything to do with the origination. The origination is where the beaches were, yeah. where you could park. Do you, you know where the surfers back then as well? It was like, who could be bothered to make it clever. Well, as your yeah. dad, as yeah. your dad, yeah. what's yeah. the easiest beach for yeah. him to drive to exactly. to Fox. surf? Mm. It would have for your dad. It would have been Southern Down, Rest Bay, because yeah. mm. those people didn't even consider. Yeah. Other places, That's I mean, right. in, uh, for, the, to, yeah. well, for the local boys here, Scare was yeah. one of them because you used to have the, the, the road that used to go down. Yeah. Scare was probably the, one of the easiest beaches to surf around here. Well, there's a road to it, was it? There was. And well, then, and so, then yeah. and it's still there. And then, still there, yeah. And then, uh, when they built the steelworks, the long arm, mm. the road was improved. Mm. 
But you weren't allowed on. There's, there's a good story <laughs> about a while you were. Jeff Davis driving, not not Tristan's uh, dad, Jeff Davis, Jeff Davis from Killian driving down the old access road to Skir. Yeah. And he got stuck in the sand there. Yeah. And one of the big coal lorries or whatever it was carrying coming through pulled him out and he's in his dad's car and he, his dad didn't know he'd taken it or something like that. And they tied it to the front of this lorry oh. and drove off in the front of the car left with the lorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there were stone, uh, stones they were. They brilliant. were carrying big, uh, yeah. big stones from the quarry down for that's the new harbour. That's what the Canelli quarries were. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Just just the it wasn't to do with geography. It's like you could say the same one. It's nothing to do with that. It was to do with... What did you have? 30, 40 people? Yeah. Was it rivalry then, no, Hugh, or was it just not was it really. just more, you know... Not really. The, the, no. the more you could get together and pool knowledge and share It was, I think, I think only, if, no, not rivalry, it was... It was to do with contests to a certain extent. It, 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 it was, it was, the, the it was very, that, but it, don't forget, it was, what did you have in Wales between, I don't know, St David's Sea mm. and, uh, let's say, Ogmore? Just, just, just as two points of reference. Forty people, mm. fifty people, all the people. Uh, you're talking about the sixties, mate. Late sixties, most of the time. I got. I think, I've, I think it's the number two. It's, it's certainly in the first ten. I got my mum's W uh, Welsh Coast Surf Club membership card, oh, and it was, right. it was either number two or number six, not like that. Yeah. But it's, yeah, yeah, within the first ten, yeah. I still got that sixty-nine. Yeah. But then you, you mum and dad from sort of Cardiff that end. Uh, Paul Ryder, people like that. Yeah, Paul. Mm-hmm. Fluff. Yeah, was from Fluff, Yeah, Logger. Yeah, yeah okay. all those lads. But yeah. he Lonnie. just moved up and down yeah. the coast and then sort of pockets of people started to appear in these places. The, the Gower had people. Mm. Puth Call had people. And then Pembroke sort of developed more. Bob Rogers, people like that. So, you know, it's all, it's all relatively... Well, it's within the first memory, contests were held on the Goa. Yeah. They yeah, so were 66-ish, when it was 65-66. What was that? Know, trophy? You sent me the trophy the other day. Don't you look at your posts. You sent me the trophy of the first... He had a medal, wasn't yeah. that? The, yeah. 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 The yeah, first winner of the Welsh Nationals. Yeah, and yeah. he was... Uh, what's his name? Uh, not your uncle. Is this? Yes, this, this is... I can't remember his name now. Peter, Don't Pete, No, Peter's done it. No, Peter? Oh, no, yeah. was, no, anyway. Go on our website. Yeah, no, it's not on there. It, isn't it? There, there were oh, groups of people in Swansea. Yeah, there was a large group of people. The first, large, the first event, yeah. 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 Biggish group of people in Cardiff because yeah. of the universities and things like that. You know, there was a surf shop in City Road, I remember. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Seaweed? What's that yeah. name is called? Oof. They were all these things. 68 was the first one. So like, yeah, Swansea had some Cardiff No, that's the first one that's on there. That's I not the first one. Basically, because the university. Yeah, like a and then it migrated and developed a bit, didn't it? So, well, when did the club, um, like the Wilkinson Sword, start? Was it was that the first inter-club contest? Yeah. The Wilkinson Sword, yeah. it was... Proper, in- yes. But, well, actually, there were, like, uh, Aberavon used to surf against Welsh Coast right. annually for a trophy. Yeah, and they, tr- they did, didn't they? You say they got the trophy somewhere, didn't you? Yeah. But they used to hold it, if they could, a scare. Because yeah. it was halfway. Oh, halfway right. yeah. It was often held a Morva yeah. or scare yeah. or, you know, not on home, not on home turf. So We used to go down to Pembroke. Yeah. we surf against the Pembrokeshire Club. But yeah, I mean, that was well, of course, against Pembroke, yeah. But they were just like, you know... Because it was only... Well, when would that have been? 
the 80s. 80s, that would have been. But, but there was no other... That was just a so you could have a few more contests. Yeah. Because there weren't any. And it was, mm. it was more of a get-together. And, uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, more the times, but the more time spent aspect. in the pub than there was yeah, actually the, on the, the social aspect was as strongly yeah. uh, like as important. So <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm curious, right, as to... Between the brains that we've got around these microphones here now, can any of us answer this question? Where did surfing in Wales start? Who brought it here and how did it start? Is, is that known or, or, do, or do we only know where it was already? You, James, James's father could answer the Gower one, I would say. Yeah, I yeah. think it was to do with well, it's, it's, Rod Sumpter and Dave Fryer, something yeah. back in the day. Was no, it? Dave Fryer was way after. It was to do with... Um, What's his name? Oh, he only died the other day. Uh, oh, Gary. <laughs> huh? Not Gary. No, not Gary. Um, it would have been earlier than Rod Viv Gans. Viv Gans. And and Viv Gans was a well-travelled yeah. young man. Like he he was a really good tennis player, and he travelled all over the place. And I know yeah. he was one of the first to have a board on the Gala. Right, yeah. And I don't yeah, know whether he brought it from somewhere. But, but we I think th- it was a knee board originally, wasn't it? He oh, started knee boarding or something. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure, but he had, we uh, probably only got to his knees. Yeah. He used to like bodyboard. Are we excluding the, you know, the wooden belly board? Things? Oh, everyone had those. Yeah, 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 but it was surfing, you know. <laughs> I imagine this. Wasn't, was there an Australian lifeguard in Langman or something yeah. who's been credited as being one of the first. That's what I'm thinking of. Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this be. would be how surfing came to Great Britain as an island is Australian lifeguards, isn't it? Because in, well, in New And South African lifeguards. Yeah. Well, but the, there's the old um, royalty, isn't there? Well, yeah, yeah. This, there's, a, there's a debate <laughs> about this. There's a bloke in Jersey. What's his name? I was at a bald head. I'll remember his name. Any ideas, James? <laughs> <laughs> He's always in the remember it. I'll, I'll ring it tomorrow. Right. Um, he, last time I was in Jersey, which was what, I don't know, three years ago, no, pre-COVID, um, he brought some boards out and said, these are the original surfboards from Britain. And they, he reckoned they were the 20s and 30s. Yeah. 20s no, and on, 30s. No, hang on, stop now. Yeah. This is because Jersey is so close to France, North, and Jersey's always had a, you know, there's some very wealthy people in Jersey. Right. And he reckoned this is where it came from and all this. And you know the bloke. I know, I'm about. trying to remember his name. <laughs> and he went on about it. And a few of us stood there and went, hmm, hang on a minute. And they were, they were big French links because they reckon there were people surfing in Bay Ritz. Uh, there was a Welsh girl who was an actress who moved down there. On the chief foot? No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, famous, famous Hollywood girl, above, uh, born in the Ronda. And there's photographs of her. You know the houses you go around the corner in Bay Ritz, mm, the big yeah, one that Napoleon's supposed to have built and all yeah. that. Standing there with Duke... Can't remember the rest of his name. Kahanamoku. That's him. Yeah. Uh, and that was in this song. I think that was pre Second World War. Now that is very interesting because received wisdom is that surfing in Europe begins allegedly on the set of the Ernest Hemingway movie, The Sun Also Rises, that set workers bring boards over. <clears throat> well, before. I'm trying to remember though, this girl's well, name. Okay. And but she, that's earlier. Did she jump off the sign in Hollywood? Was she? Mm, no, 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 no. 
That was Peg Entwistle. Really the producer Dodd's heard the name. Right. It's going to be a long evening. Right. <laughs> 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 it's only five you still have If you've got a computer here, type in very famous Welsh actress. No, you won't. We'll set Dodd to it. He'll come back. She was 30, so wasn't she? And she was attached. She was in like in the set. From the wrong Yeah, but she was in the same set as the abdicated king. You know, because he he yeah, tried he, was a he tried yeah. surfing, yeah. and he tried it along with um, right a thingy the, so, the writer. I tell you what, then right the writer. Oh, look, Agatha, that's it. So, 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 so <coughs> the que- first question I asked, the answer is probably no. I said, is, can anyone between us know yeah. for sure? <laughs> I would <laughs> say, I would say, if you had to put a definitive on it, yeah, it would be in and around Langland of Castle. Yeah, right. Yeah, somewhere around there. Perfect. Seeing that. There were a few people in Porthcawl, and your dad, you, you and dad, Tom, yeah. might be able to open up a bit more on that. But I, I would say it would be Langland Caswell. Okay. The, the, the only, the only Evans that was shown by someone, how did he get his hand on the board? Oh, well, they were all, see, they used to ride where he was on surf lifesaving yeah, paddle board as well and he was the one of the first as, as far as Ken. I understand it yeah. Ken. Ken Ken and Ray Evans it is, look it's a, it's a, I don't know if it's a true story there's an urban myth of the lifeboat being called out because they were on that as well yeah. uh, two blokes floating around you know Raspe floating around there on aeroplane wings they were sitting on surfboards <laughs> <and> surf, yeah, <laughs> urban myth or true I yeah. don't know isn't that amazing though that this, this sport Mm-hmm. Is well less than a century old then. Sport oh, yeah. or pastime? No. Sport or. No, no way. Right. Well, when he's got a job. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. So so the, they do hands. reckon that, that in the late 1800s there were two Hawaiian brothers came over here to study in Scarborough and a princess as well somewhere down in Brighton and they, they shipped surfboards over. But I don't think they left them here. But that, that is one, one of the myths. I don't know if it's true. That's the one I heard of, the princess. Yes, then, the right? princess. Yeah, yeah. But there's two brothers it, who were actually in Scarborough in college, uh, or university. Or, they served at Scarborough. For the, they were in university. For, for the benefit of the listener, yeah. Herbie is gesturing towards mm. producer Dodd, so it sounds like he's done some successful Googling, has he? <laughs> no? no? <laughs> <laughs> right, and on that note... The mystery will stop Herbie shuffling his feet, yeah. if nothing yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, whilst producer Dodd continues his... His research. I'm going to turn to Mark Vaughan now, whose titles within the WSF are down as secretary, treasurer, and he's one of the directors. And so on this 50th anniversary year, Mark, has it been a good one? This year? Or the 50 years? Well, (laughs) this year. Um, Stop a second. Hmm? Hawaiian surfers surfed Bridlington in 1890. There we are. There we are. That's what I had read. Bridlington. Yeah. Oh, that's what yeah, I remember. I used to go on a holiday. <laughs> I think any, yeah. anywhere's got sort of any that's surfing. Scene, mm. So people have been surfing for longer than Australia then? Mm, no, they were probably over there before then. Yeah. But but we were very... Hawaii was very much attached to Britain. It was part it was of us. The flag, oh, the flag. It was part of us. We, yeah, yeah. It was, it was you know, it was like our Tahiti. We should have held on to oh. it. <laughs> what? Somebody probably <laughs> sold it to America. You know what they like? I bet, I bet we had, you know, the Boris equivalent probably sold it to America <laughs> back in the day. Let's get political. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on now. <laughs> and it sorry, was, sorry uh, Mark, you were saying? No, I, I, I don't think I'm going to reveal anything as important as what that was just uh, shared with us. Well done, uh, Don. Um, so, yeah, this year, 
I think as as Hugh will tell you and Linda, it's been challenging. You know, each year is brings more and more and more and more, more and more to do, more and more events, more and more responsibility. Um, but it has been successful. I think a year ago, round about now, we are hosting the British Cup in Clanton Major, which was the first time the British has run in Wales since I think Fresh West. Fresh, it was before nineteen ninety something. Tucker won it. Nineteen ninety. It's about that. Yeah. Tucker won it at um, at Freshy. Matt Stephen in the final. Mm. Uh, no, in fact, was it Tucker or Bartlett? Bartlett might have won it. And uh, I remember it for a reason. <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, but having the British Atlanta, it was a really big thing. We had live feed, uh, and you guys were amongst that commentary. Uh, we actually, you know, with people flying in from Channel Islands, from Scotland, the English teams as well. And uh, I think that was a quite a, a, it was a great achievement because. Mm-hmm. You know, during that event, we had a, an issue where there was you know, typical galere issues that we were used to having in this country with tidal swings and having a, a you know a fixed judging tower, which you need now with electronic scoring and all that. And um, yeah, we were able to use the replays uh, for the first time to distinguish uh, you know a, a potential judging error, which was I think the first time that's that's happened. Um, so yeah. We had ways, it was well received, and then we've gone into that this year, Hugh. God, what have we had? A European juniors? Was it? No, seniors, sorry. Seniors. Euro seniors, we've had Euro para, sponge, you know, there's everywhere. World champion. We have world champion, that was back, that was December last yes, year, that yeah. first you know, Welsh surfing world champion. That's amazing well, in he's itself. Off, he's off to another one now. Yeah. yeah, two weeks' time. Yeah. To defend yeah. his title. Yeah, he's off. Yeah, but and that's you know, in fact, that's on my to-do list. I've got to enter the team, pay the entries, and all that. Uh, we had Evan Rogers go off to the worlds mm-hmm. on the longboard. Still punching by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and say we've got the Welsh, the Wilkinson Sword. We've got the SUP potentially with Euros and, and Worlds Juniors. We're going to Brazil. Uh, yeah, list goes on. It's a lot. A lot going on, and then you've got the surf school and everything else that goes and pork. I'm glad thing. you said that. There's the European Masters mm-hmm. in uh, Tenerife, yeah, first sort of week of December ish, which you boys are frightened to go to. I, I, I don't <laughs> think it's going to be that big there. So, <laughs> James, you retired officially on this, on this show three years ago. I remember you saying that you were never, ever, ever going to no. put a jersey on again. Tom, can no. I stop you there? I think they're frightened. Of surfing a say perfect left at about five or six feet. Oh, no, I think it's think... more to do with coming out of the heat and being older than one of the boys' parents who was surfing against. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but it is, it's a left hander there, it's quite famous in tennis. But I think underneath where the wave breaks, it can be a little there's bit. There's an urchin every now and I think there's one left, yeah. yeah. Oh, but you'll be in the same age group as the rest of the competitors. But um, I Krishka's think. won it, so let's yeah, go, boys. <laughs> Barring a dog, uh, everybody on this side of those <laughs> microphones could, is eligible. Yeah. <laughs> What's the age of them? 35. Yeah. It's a Euromasters, it's, Euro it's in the Tenerife, Spanish left, and there's multiple divisions and yeah, categories. Up in, and, yeah, up to 50. I think it starts over 35. Yeah, uh, 35, 35 is the youngest. There's been five-year groups. But again, it's just, you know, it just shows it's another event. You know, the, the, the amount of st- uh, roles, responsibilities, things to do on a daily basis. I literally, Hugh and I speak 
every day pretty much and have done for about two years. Don't tell anyone. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and we talk about the WSF now again. But you know, you talk about the you know the insurance, online membership, uh, data protection, yeah. child protection. Mm-hmm. Linda does all, all that. Child. child protection. Obviously. There's lots of stuff that is attached to every role. Yes. An endless list, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. That's all you know. People aren't aware of. Yeah, the, the to-do list this week is still pretty incredible, considering it's like very end of October. Well, I've got the Welsh team under the British uh, this weekend coming. Yeah. It, on, on, you know, saying about achievements, that one last year that we did was the first British ever to be live-streamed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, did, did they not do the first one? That, they, that live-streamed? No, no they no. did... They like did stream. The, the Thurza one had a stream, but it was only for certain heats. Yeah. So it came. Oh, came it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it? yeah. And because uh, we actually, to put yeah. a little bit of a secret, we we got an actor because <laughs> we when we interviewed Harry Cromwell after he qualified for the Worlds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I knew I knew too, someone, yeah. and we we got, we got a fella uh, George. He came in, and he actually we we re-recorded the yeah. buzzer going and the live uh, comments ah, yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. so we had him going oh, Harry Cremwell was just qualified for the European yes, and was going, and it, was, it was quite good in German yeah, it wasn't <laughs> the, wasn't it, hang on it the whole event didn't Channel Islands stream theirs when no. Jay Quinn won no no, no. no they didn't I remember no. seeing something yeah. I don't think it no it was a bit of filming on the beach it was streamed British there were some heats from the from the contest up in Thurso yeah yes but not the whole event and not right. not not the replay but in effect the Welsh was the first replay, event yeah. to be live streamed the Probably six months earlier yeah. Um, oh, at yeah. yeah um but that got lost because it was it didn't get live streamed into YouTube it got live streamed into something, something else was it called Twitch or Scratch or something I don't know yeah, yeah. And, and there was one of the adverts had like a jingle that was authorised you know that was copyrighted or something and so it got destroyed from the, the from, yeah whereas in YouTube they were just blanking out so yeah. there was a, so there's lots, a lot of that first one that we did was with the live stream at Lantwerp for the Welsh was there was a lot of concerns related to mm. you know internet yeah. <laughs> so, and even with you know the, the dongles and the yeah, dingles and all that it was, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. there were challenges yeah. but it served as a great tester and, and it was interesting doing that live stream because Lind, I remember we were in the commentary booth mm-hmm. and you were you were texting in because there was a big debate there. We were mm-hmm. trying to work out um, who who there was a bit of banter in the booth about surfers who'd won categories that had since got cancelled and leaving them Welsh champions forever. And uh, one, 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 one of <laughs> and one of those that we were debating was Gary Lewis as having been the the kneeboard no. champion. And and, and I do recall though that Hugh John Herbie, you are a former British kneeboard champion, are you no, not? No, never been a, a champion at no. it. But a but follow- <laughs> good answer. <laughs> no, no, I I I competed in a few times just to get team points. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all it was. Team play. This is this is Tom's. Uh, uh, hang on a sec. So you don't have a British title? I always thought you did. No, I thought you got a British kneeboard title. No, no, no British titles at all. No, I, the only you've cha- got you've got a few, James, haven't you? <laughs> you got one, yeah. Lind. You got like loads, haven't you? Yeah. No, no, you, so. no, you're right. Yeah, yeah so, so I think yeah. I know where you've gone with this. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a couple of seconds <laughs> in the over 28. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah, longboard and what have you, but yeah. no, that, never won a British title. Yeah, so. 
do you mention that too much here? No. Uh, Linda? <laughs> so, and we worked out when Linda was on the show before. It was either 23 or 24 when we added swimming titles to it as well. Uh, Welsh titles, you mean. Oh, was that uh, Welsh, Welsh titles? Welsh life-saving. Or yeah, if we like add those. Trash. But can, yeah, can I want to be interested? Sorry, Tom. If you added up everyone else's British titles from Wales, do they, well, they Linda? overtake Linda? Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Not. Probably, not. Probably not. Probably not. That's a, that's it's a like that stat about American yeah. world titles, isn't it? And Slater and Israelis and all the Floridians occupy like 70% of them. Oh, American yeah. world titles. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, Conor Price got a few, I think. Oh, yeah, I was just <laughs> yeah, going to say that. Well, if you take out age-restricted categories, there would be absolutely no question. Yeah, we talk about open titles. Colin and <laughs> Linda would have more yeah. British Open titles than yeah, but, uh, at all least, other Welsh surfers put least, together. Yeah, oh. British ones are different, but we, Welsh ones are all to do with default, you know, there's no, no other <laughs> women there. But Colin, yeah, Colin was the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Colin Bright, definitely, yeah. I think he, 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 I think he would if you added all his up in Welsh. Plug for down the line, listeners. Yeah. Colin Bright yeah. is booked in for oh, us. He's retired, show. He, we are going to be talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we sit in the audience? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I literally, Brighty would be brilliant. I, I swear, I, I, him and Slater, there is something about them that there's like, you know, obviously surfing is no, different, but <laughs> the, the the mental side of it. But yeah, carry so on. can I ask? Can I ask you then, Linda? I want to because because I've always considered you to be the encyclopedic font of all knowledge when it comes to surfing. And Lucky I know you caught when, me now because my memory's yeah, going. <laughs> and, and I know when, when we interviewed you yeah. last year, or, or was it the year before? Yeah. You know, I, I, I got my opportunity to sort of thank you for some of the technical expertise that you gave to you know myself and Sagey and things like that. Vaughan's leaning over to say it didn't do any good. But, you know, <laughs> so take the line off it before you can say it. Um, but I just I, I thought you'd be a good person to just put the question that with the WSF, how did the WSF, the Welsh Surfing? federation begin and 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 that word federation as well what, what yeah it was um the a team of welsh surfers pulled pulled together by denzel smith uh went to, and i think dave fry yeah dave fry was with him definitely so was, dave didn't qualify to surf for wales at the time because he hadn't been living here long enough um and then there was uh denzel smith and paul Connabia, ron ronnie williams they all went out to a European Championships uh, run and organised by Ireland in La Hinch. And La Hinch. after, yeah, in 1972. And after they'd done that, they came back and said, we need to form a federation because at the same time as that championships was running, um, the Sport Wales started and right. they were offering grants okay. for development of sport. That was the, that was when it all started. Nineteen seventy two. That all started when they came back. Then they actually formed the WSF in nineteen seventy three, and the easiest way to do it was on the same lines as Denzel was used to with the lifeguards. Um, right. It was a federation because it was run and organised and voted on by the clubs who became right. its members. So it's a federation of clubs. Right. And um, Denzel was absolutely, you know, he pulled the whole thing together. He was amazing. Mm. Um, and they had I a Denzel when I was little. Oh, Denzel was—he was cracking, solid. But he was a stonemason, mind. So he yeah. was a solid bloke. But uh, no, he—he—he he, he pulled it all together. He, he, they had a, an annual. The first meeting, the inaugural meeting, was held in January in 1973. Right. Now I know this because Ronnie Williams told me. <laughs> but Ronnie Williams was the first secretary. Yeah. He offered to be secretary. Um, at the time, he was secretary of the Welsh Coast Surf Club, and I've got the minutes. Mm. I've had them from Jeff Davis. 
So, so now this, is, this is the Jeff Davis of Paul's yes, Jeff got, Davis, right? Jeff was, Father Father Tristan, yeah. passed away. I've got the minutes books in the house. Jan, Jan gave them all to me because she said, you need to have a look at these, yeah. you know, so, which Jeff's, I did. Jeff's, Jeff's wife, yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, Ronnie's another one you need to speak yeah, to. Yeah, we, we, we're in touch with Ronnie, so he's for, around. for the benefit of the listener. Um, he's been in Marseille, look, can't we, didn't he? Look, yeah. look him up on, on Instagram, Ron Milk Williams, this is Ronnie Williams, yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of Burley Board Riders now, yeah, who, uh, yeah. along with his brother Steve, they were... Yeah. Yeah. You know, foundational characters in, uh, in Ronnie, very much, yeah, very yeah, much. He was, yeah. yeah. And a, a, a font of knowledge as well. Mm. Yeah. And then there was this connection between the Welsh Go Surf Club and the Welsh Surfing Federation. Then was that simply because of the overlap of, um, but, but you know, was, or geographical kind of thing? Yeah. Um, no, it was all the clubs, and, <clears> and it was um, there was the, the Welsh Coast Surf Club, but had become that, not the separate clubs like right. the you know Southern Down and. And that, and then there was Aberavon was part of the founder membership, uh, Gower Bays and Gower Lifeguards, which tends to belong to, and Pembroke. Right. Not South Pembroke, Pembroke, Pembroke. which is just reformed. Yeah. So as far as I know, those were the founder members, the founder clubs. And when did, so were you involved from the beginning or when did you come to be involved? No, I, um, I, uh, I did, my first contest was in 1970 in Aberavon, and that was because a Welsh contest, and that was hosted by Aberavon, run as a Welsh contest, but there was no Welsh Surfing Federation. So, right. you know, the Aberavon, Aberavon Club made up their own rules. Yeah. But the previous year it had been Gower Base, and they'd made up their own rules. You know, it, it, that's the way it went. Mm-hmm. The Welsh was just dotted around. Does that mean? <laughs> well, it does dotted around. Do a few more titles onto your official list of titles. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's nothing to do with titles. It's to do with how you run the event and you know, the, how many people you put in the heat and and how what you score in and stuff like that. And it was it wasn't. Uh, yeah, know, what what was it then? Six 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 man six heats. man heats. Yeah, yeah. nearly always six man heats. Number of waves or just, length just of about rides. well, as far as Ronnie was concerned, it was length of ride. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but there was no judging criteria structure at the time. Not yeah. even at world level. Mm. Not properly. Not written down. I'm just trying to think what was 72. So 72 would have matched up to... San Diego. That, that's the famous San Diego, San Diego David Nuhiwa World well, Contest, is it? That's the one my man, that was the first World Contest my dad went to. Yeah, 72, yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. that ocean, That's ocean. that photograph that was put up with Nancy Oceanside. And is it picture of your dad, Tony Howe? Yeah, that's, that's else. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Team manager, wasn't yeah. Johnny Capek, maybe? No, it wasn't. It was Gordon... Gordon Burgess. Gordon Burgess and Steve Harewood and Graham Nile. Yeah. Graham Nile yeah. and the other young one there was um, thing uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> New yeah and that was I, I, I remember uh, not I don't remember, no, the, don't I, remember. I remember from yeah, work, yeah. work I've done you know around yeah. the, his, the, the historiography of that contest that there was mm-hmm. indeed quite a bit of controversy oh, and, then, and then I think all what happened it. in global surfing then was that all funneled its way into that world contest at Bell's um, the, 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 Anderson, um, Simon Anderson. No, no, no. Earlier, the one that was it was won by an American guy. And it was Rolf Arnes. Rolf Arnes. 1970. And oh, it was ructions well, in that yeah. one and, because and of the way it was judged. Yeah. And at that point, people sat down and went right. Yeah, and they got didn't to figure out what's going on in this. It wasn't sport. held at Bells. They yeah. took it down to Johan, yeah. Johanna, Johanna, which is miles away. And uh, and it's interesting you know, there what it you brought that, but the channel and there's Jersey in particular. Yeah. Huge influence on yeah. surfing. Yeah, huge. M- much bigger than you think. And if you if you really 
It was interesting. Uh, somebody showed me yesterday, the day before, the, the teams being entered for the British Nationals uh, next weekend. <laughs> Gould. I know, there's Is about 20 Gould people kids. <laughs> Yeah, but Jersey, the yeah. Channel Islands in particular, uh, Jersey, Jersey in particular, in particular the Channel yeah. Islands has, has produced, it used to produce a lot of surfboards, as, as everybody yeah. else has, but they were always, I don't know, that one step ahead sort of thing. They were the first people to um, uh, import in wetsuits. And the first, first played American in, international surf contest to take place in, in, in British waters. No, the first European yeah. event was yeah. held there, things like... 69, first yeah, Europeans. 69, they were always, they've always been up the front, you know. Yeah. But it was, uh, it's, it's just intriguing now. Yeah. And then Wales's role, of course, in, mm. in British and European surfing, between yourself and Herbie, you know, it's kind of, you guys have been the sort of custodians of it for quite a while now. So I just want to work out when Herbie comes into the scene, because, uh, so you're, 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 you're in Bridgend. Yeah. How did you find, and so what did you, we, well, how did you and then, how did you well, meet Linda, Linda started it. <laughs> uh, not started. Linda took took it on before he was. Uh, the yeah. first Europeans I went to was seventy five. Right, and, and that's when you became involved with the Welsh Surfing Federation, was it? Uh, not really. I, I had ju- I finished my college, everything, and yeah. I had just started um, working, teaching. But um, I did seventy five, and then the next one I went to was seventy seven, and then seventy nine because it was every two years by yeah. then. It, it went to every two years, I think, mm. from 73. Mm. England hosted it in 73 in yeah. uh, Willacombe. Mm. Um, and, you know, I wasn't around for that. I was off in college somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah, there was 75, 77, 79. 79 wasn't held. And then the next one was 81 up in Scotland. And that's the first contest you went to, wasn't it? Did you go to that one? I can't remember. I can't remember. I remember that contest. yeah. <laughs> I so you would have been four. She, you? I was. She I was four. four. Yeah. No, your sister. No, I was 1981. I was four. Yeah, your sister. Your sister was. I remember. I got photos with Linda in yeah. the hotel. Yeah. yeah. And she's got photographs that you won the beach. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Yeah. When did you meet Linda then, Herb? 84. Ah, she, we, 84. 84. I answered an advert in a. <laughs> <laughs> so you're. So you're, you're in a news engine, it was. <laughs> you're surfing. Were you surfing Porth Colway or you no, have Raven? No, no. Yeah. Always surfed selling down in that way. Kids, um, they were nicer people. Right. <laughs> um, That's with Darwin and Benny Davis and yeah, yeah, down there a lot with that crew. Yeah. Um, and then so I go to Porth Yeah. Because we, you know, we came over here as missionaries mainly for education, health <laughs> care. <laughs> no, I said, Puthcall, it was a bigger scene, but it always has been really yeah. on this. Yeah. You know, the other places like Landwood and all of those have just been outposts, you know. And when did you get roped into the organisational side of things? Uh, me and a guy called Ram were going to form the Anti Club Club, <laughs> <laughs> which was quite amusing at the time. Um, so it would be now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's so, like a bit of the hangman surf division that isn't it <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I, I don't know yeah I, 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 we just started getting involved in it there was a guy Dick Emery he was involved in it Chris yeah. Gadd people like this and he, he, we became friendly um, and next thing you just get in I don't know 
you end up in there? How, how, do, you, how do you end up you, you went. How did you end up living here? You, know? you yeah, went to the Europeans. You went to the Europeans in 83 as a judge. Yeah, I, did, I didn't. I wasn't up in Scotland for 81. Where was no. 83? Jersey. And were you ready right. that's, that's where you went first. No, manager. No, Man, no you, were, you were a judge. No, right? I, I judged that you one. judged that one. Carwin. Uh, Carwin won it. Pokeneys. Yeah. Pokeney boys from Swansea. Yeah. And... Oh, there was, it, that was quite right. Gad, Gad was third, was he? No, oh, that I was, was in the British, no, wasn't it? That was I was British. in the British. You know, was, Steve Jobs, that was. So that must have been, yeah, okay. I think I was in between. Eighty-four. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, we yeah, ended was. up a different. Judging, uh, judging you started uh, us. Rolling. Yeah. It's the photos um, of us all in our green jackets with red arm, yeah. climbing up the aeroplane's yeah. steps. Yeah. We're all in that. Everyone um, you can think of is in that. Yeah. So we went. John Diamond. That. It's called yeah, there's a lot of faces, isn't it? Yeah. Went over there, did that, sort of got involved. Mm. Quite friendly with the Irish and what have you. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, I, I used to go to Ireland quite a lot, so very friendly with the with uh, Brian Britton, weren't you? Yeah, I got quite friendly with Brian and Rocky. Um but Rocky Allen. But yeah. I was in Scotland um <laughs> when was it? Not last eight. weekend, the weekend oh, yeah, before. The weekend before. Yeah. We were up there and I was talking to Bill Batten. Ian Mushart, Andy uh, Bennett, who's the other book? Malcolm, Malcolm Mark Finley. Finley. Still know all those people. All the originals from Scotland, yeah. Um, uh, who else? Uh, uh, speaking of all those lads, yeah. you know, who have known up there for years, and ah. there we are. And then when did you start working in the surf industry? Because you were, you were, oh God, that you wasn't. were, you were mambo. You had this, these locks of. Curly black hair. Thank you for that. Thank you. Keep going. Keep and, going. Uh, and then, tall. Yeah. I was tall. And a t-shirt with a dog that far. Still got that. Are you going to mention up tall and lithe? That was so tan. Copies now. Literally tall, lithe, and tan. I'll never forget my first experience of being with Hugh Broad. 92. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the tan bit. <laughs> no, 92 man, for the first junior European. He goes all shades of sunset oh, red, doesn't he? I, I've never seen anyone absorb the sun so quickly <laughs> as Hugh. Um, it, yeah, I, I think. It's yeah, the pretty minor, red, I think. It's the lots of beach flexes. I was on a junior, I was on a junior <laughs> European, I think it was France, and I was saying to, I was going, oh, look at the sun been on you. And he said, listen to me now. He said, right, you've been putting all that sun cream on, right? And when you go home, your tan's going to go in one day. Mine's going to stay all winter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, so, yeah, got involved. And there we are. You're the first for power. And now, <laughs> president of the European Surfing Federation. Vice president at the moment. El Presidente. Um, yeah, being president. But that, I've got to watch what I say. That wasn't, I've never wanted to be president of anything. And it's uh, quite often some things are done tactically. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I've been involved with that lot since about the 80s. I remember... Um, a European Surfing Federation meeting in Portugal, and Francis de Stangin was the uh, was yes. the main man there. Very funny yeah. guy to be with. Yeah, and there was a there was a petition about. I was I was rooming with you, and there was a dog out the back of the hotel that was keeping us away every single night. Do you remember this? What? Portugal. 
Yeah, there was a fe- Costa de Caparica, there was someone who would keep his dog out of the room till about 11 or 12 at night. Now, yeah. if you stayed on one side of the hotel, this dog had been keeping you up every night, and if you stayed on the other side, you didn't know anything about it. So me and Herbie were on the poor side of the hotel, not the beachfront side. And, uh, and then in this European Surfing Federation meeting, it was Francis de Stangan and someone else, they brought up a petition on whether the European Surfing Federation should sign it about dog chumming in Reunion Island, <laughs> as in... They were. They, I, was uh, right. I remember this. And, and with with the simultaneous translation going on and everything, Herbie goes, "Well, before we go any further, I'd like to propose a candidate dog." Candidate dog. I think the European. I think you know, the humour was accepted, and the European Surfing Federation did end up signing the petition. <laughs> Francis. Francis was a funny guy. Um, and it's not for this recording, <laughs> but he was a lifeguard in Euronat, the biggest nudist holiday park in France. In France, <laughs> and he was a good-looking lad. I was going to say, is he the guy with the, like, the proper, yeah. like, proper long, yeah, and good-looking Is he Cesar's father? Yeah, yeah. Cesar. Yes, yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah, and. The stories he used yeah, to tell. He's a handsome man, yeah. Oh, the stories. And he would always have the big motorbike, the right sun, classic, <laughs> the right classic, you know, the right jacket, the right sunglasses, all yeah. of that. But he used to have to sit on, <laughs> you know, the big chairs that lifeguards well, get. Because like, they're in France, you know. They by there. a big outside uh, outdoor swimming pool. And the stories he used to tell me, he'd have me in tears. Because in the end, he couldn't, he couldn't hack it anymore. He couldn't do it. Right? So he went, he went to join the fire brigade in this place. It was like a, like a Butlin's holiday camp, but for nudists. So he went into the fire brigade because they were allowed to wear clothes. He couldn't wear any clothes up on that thing. Though. When he was a lifeguard, no. He yeah. had a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> and he used to just sit elevated in his chair. Honestly, it's not for these microphones. And he used to describe <laughs> some of the people from the northern Everywhere. parts of Europe and all of this. And, uh, my word. <laughs> Where was this year? <laughs> it was the same one. Cabo it was the Beach. same one that Carbon and myself floated down to. It's, it's oh, just down it's from... Yeah. It's just, we we did. We had this big blow-up airbed. lacking <laughs> Actually, said airbed. <laughs> and we, we floated down there on this airbed one day. <laughs> South of Mimazan, Plage yeah. de l'Espécie. That, yeah, that could be it. Mimazan, that horrible smell of the paper. Anyway, we floated down there and we had to take shots off and we burnt the cheeks of our asses. <laughs> and that's another story. <laughs> well, we'll get that one out of well, it's, it's, yeah. it's quite interesting just to take it back a few. Uh, it seems hours ago now. You, you were talking about going up to Scotland and reconnecting with all these old old mm. names and faces. So was it a, a case that when the WSF was in its infancy, um, the same could be said of the Scottish and the English Channel Islands? Yeah, the, the you, English, the English, thing, well, the English thing is odd, right? And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you exactly why. England always used to be run or ran by the British Surfing Association. So they weren't, although they were a separate organisation, mm-hmm. they weren't. And it was, it, it's, a, it's, it's just one of those anomalies. And I'm glad that's changed because 
we we used to get all tribal and Celtic and all those other yeah. descriptions. You know, the Channel Islands were were they there? Scotland, Wales, all of this. England come up, and they've they've always been up until recently a little a little bit sort of disjointed because Sleeping Giants probably the best surfers in 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 the UK. Yeah, a few anomalies, but strongest teams, all of this, but the, but never together. Mm-hmm. And it was it was one of those strange things, uh, and it was because the, pretty much the British Surfing Association used to run it for them. So I, I, I've always wondered if if that hadn't been the case, would they have been a lot stronger? With with regards to the the, the Welsh Surfing Federation and the Scottish Channel Islands. When they were all established around the same kind of time, yeah. was there a sharing of knowledge, or did you kind of do it separately no. and then everyone did, everyone did it separately, and, except when they met up at some event? Yeah. But um, the English actually formed the same year as us, 1973. Yeah. And uh, it was formed in North Devon, mm. which is what they've gone back to. But it was Stuart Matthews who formed that, Stuart the guy Matthews. who was mad about the ball. Yeah. Um, and he, while he had his fingers in the pie, he, he was doing really well with it, and it started off fine. But then he uh, it just it just he just let left it go, and he actually Mike Cunningham at the time was um, took over the BSA, and he just sort of handed it over to Mike and let him do all the administration for it because Stuart decided he was going to go and surf the boars all over the world, mm-hmm. so that's what he did. He he, dro- he sort of dropped it and nobody picked it up, and then it was left to Mike. It's interesting. Because like Scotland went through the doldrums, yeah, and they reformed in twenty sixteen, seventeen, something like that, in and around that era. They formed the same time. Yeah. So did England. Yeah, you know yeah, because the, right, yeah. because yeah. when the BS, yeah. the old BSA dissolved, and it seems better now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, we all look back, but I think England are in a better place now because, uh, you know. They they got their own administrators and stuff like that. They, they seem to be in a better place. Scotland is um, they they're, they're going to get uh, a wave park up there, aren't they? Is yeah. that shortly? There's one in yeah. development up there now. Uh, lost 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 resort. Lost yeah. Resort. If, it's, if there's a date on this recording, um, it's in about. It's supposed to be open. Well, I can show you pictures of them. Yeah, I saw some online. There was some yeah. big digs going on. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think they're hoping yeah. on Spring yeah. 24, yeah. Next, oh, well, next September. Yeah. Yeah. The first one. And that, I mean, from... It's like all of these things, you know, it's about technology moves on, doesn't it? But that is supposedly uh, bigger and better than Bristol yeah. as the next one after Scotland would be. This is, this is the yeah, nature of, of the beast. Long, longer and hollower than the one in mm. Korea, I'm told. Apparently, it's. I know one of the boys, well, the name man involved, really. Um, and the, it, this is going to be WSL re, uh, rated or something, mm. whatever that means. It, it, it's going to be. Uh, You'll be able to hold professional contests. Uh, right. So. Fantastic. Very interesting. I'll be going up there in the spring. But, uh, Competing in, here? Or? Yeah. Kneeboard. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> thinking about um, defending his title, <laughs> just can't help myself. I'm, uh, I'm glad it came up. Tomorrow. It came up, but, but, but uh, on you, uh, Craig, uh, Gary Lewis. Is Gary Lewis 
the reigning Welsh kneeboard champion? No. No, who is? Anyway, no. Tom, I've got an Excel spreadsheet. Oh, yeah, you've sent it to me, I know. Yeah, yeah I know. you haven't done your homework. No. Um, no. And it's got all the last champions, so I filled yeah. in from like as long as I've got. Yeah. There's some gaps. So Gary was making that up. Yeah, totally. He makes a lot of things and, up, and he does. as he does with his hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> the only one I can think of, the odd one who won the kneeboard one year, was Guts. Did he? Guts mm. won the Welsh one year in the kneeboard. Oh, wow. Beating Dick, he was, Dick was mortified. I bet he was. But, um, it's but happened to the best of us. Like, you lose like, the guts. In the, in I don't know what he was. Don't know what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever lost the guts? Just get to his feet. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> lost, lost the guts? Yeah, yeah. I think I told the story the last time I was on here. Too young to lose to him. I can't remember. What? Go on, tell us your story losing the guts. Then, well, yeah. Oh, no, guts, you know, I think I told you before, myself, Gabe, in a heat, round one, British, pretty much get through a round or two, make the British team. Let's go to Brazil, 94. Uh, yeah, 94, 94. 94 yeah, 96, 94. 96, 96. And um, literally, it was about knee high, Wollacombe, high tide, gutless, and guts. Literally, he was on a long board, just you know, spinning around us, you know, taking off on two miles out to sea and cruising past. There was nothing we could do. And literally, I went after, I was like, thanks for that. And he went, what? And I said, like, well, I'm out, gay truth, that's me gone. And he went, oh, sorry about that. But he went, sorry at all. <laughs> so, less than, but I, you know, under current criteria. <laughs> Different story, maybe. Going, going back to the, the kind of the infancy of the WSF, you said about Ronnie Williams being the first secretary yeah. of the WSF. Well, lots of people listening will know Ronnie as a, a very big character, and we've heard about a whole host of, or a slew of different names uh, this, this evening, all big characters. Yeah. Is there anyone that stands out to you? This is a bit of a fun question now. Anyone that stands out as being an absolute stalwart character of the WSF someone, someone from back in the day that perhaps the, may have got lost in the over the years people don't know about well you, you take it you know go through through the ranks I suppose there was uh, there was Ronnie Williams at the same time as Denzel and Rolly Morgan was part yeah. of that as well now he was he was like chairman 100 mile an hour chairman yeah, meetings wouldn't have taken this long. The meetings were really short. And uh, and then af- after Ronnie came Mike Cunningham. And Mike Cunningham wasn't much of a surfer, but he was a really good organiser. You know, you, that's that's what he did best. And uh, he was secretary after Ronnie. Um, he was a European. Uh, wait a minute. He, he, he's, yeah, but he was secretary of the Welsh. And then he was secretary of... He, then he moved to a British job when... Um, after we'd had like funding from Sport Wales, they were um, Sport Wales in the seventies. Um, when it came to the early eighties, and it might have been eight, 1980, um, Mike Cunningham, uh, you know, designed himself a job as a development officer with British Surfing, because they were on offer then the British the British Sports Council, as it was then. It's not you know it wasn't a it wasn't designed towards the Olympics or anything like that then, but it, they were trying to develop lots of different sports. So Mike wrote himself a job, got the job, and then he also got a, a Prince's Trust uh, grant fund to go to Australia for three months um, yeah, and shadow the Australian Surfing Association. Oh, yeah, in other words, pinch their whole system so we could use it as well. Oh, and they were more than happy with it. Yeah. And the person running it at the time was Rod Brooks. Yeah. Rod Brooks was Rod running Brooks. The, the Australian yeah. Surfing Association. Welcome Mike over. 
might spend three months out there stealing everything he possibly could. <laughs> Brought it back and set up the BSA. Well, Rod Brooks ended up an ASP mm. senior. Yeah. Well, he, Rod, yeah, he was running the Australian team. Yeah, for a while. For a while. Yeah. The ASP he ran, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. But now he's he's a life, lifelong member of the ISA. Is he's he? still never never separates himself from the Australian oh, Association. Right. Wow. But, Mike, uh, Mike was also European sort of Federation Secretary. Yeah, for quite a while. And he was the... Uh, ISA secretary. Yeah. So As when a, when they start up when, until about oh he was ISA he was ISA secretary when we held the worlds in eighty six in eighty six but he was like four years before that he was ISA. I know, secretary. but he went on until about nineteen. No, and it wasn't with, it wasn't much longer than that. Um, oh, it, yeah, was, it was because yes, it Fernando was. took it off. That was yeah, it was which right. was in California in. Yeah. I'll say 1990, but it's... No, I tell you when Fernando took it on, when I went to Brazil in 1994. There we are. No, no, you're wrong. No, it was before that, was it? Sorry. No, it's okay, I don't mind. Brian Britton took it. No, no, Brian Britton wanted it. You're joining us for another interview. Six hours later, maybe seven, eight. Yeah, but yeah, everything burned down, so all the records of the WSF Prior to that, I'm gone. Oh. I've been flames. So everything before that is it's, all like so pinched out of magazines, magazines, memory, yeah. people knowing things. Yeah, so wow. we sort of relying on what people knew. And then he said, well, like, I'm not doing this anymore. He was just, he's had enough, you know, he felt like the world's against him. So that's when I took it on. So he's, I said, oh, I'll have to do it then. So that was 82? 81. 81. It was well, before that was Christmas, you, So you took over in yeah, 81? 81. And then Irvy yeah. comes along about eighty-five-ish and yeah, joins did, along yeah. with you. Yeah. And then and then you guys must have done it for about fifteen Since years then. on the front line. Yeah, so, well, you know so, what? The WSA oh, till ninety-six. <laughs> well, I, I did it till ninety-six because I was I stopped because I was having an Harrod. Yeah. And I thought my ninety-six. My, ninety-six. So yeah. my head's gone. Yeah, my so head's going to go with it. And then I had to tell Linda Keyword, yeah. Linda Keyword. she was happy to do it. I believe it's Keyword. Keyword, is it? Keyword. I saw Jake Keyword in the water here probably about a year ago. Really? Maybe slightly more. No, I think it was a really warm, really busy day. Maybe just as the lockdowns were lifting and he looked exactly the same. Really? I said, Jake, he's a ridiculously good chef. Yeah, and he was working with a Michelin star chef and ox switch and other stuff yeah. as the sous chef and other bits and bobs and not sure. And, and he was running a couple of places, but he went on to run other places. Mm. And, and he said that his mum and Andy were well, and you know, yeah. for, 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 you know continuity, having a, another Linda was quite useful. Different spelling, though, different And then, yeah. And then Linda Key, because Linda ran it for a number of years. It must have been probably about ten. I think yeah, I would say about fact, ten. I was running it later though than '96 because I went with Herbie to Mimazan in '98, and Linda Keywood had come on the trip because I was there. You were, we were in the same room. Yeah, yeah, she she ran it for about eight oh, years. Yeah, and I'm no, but she was she was on the verge of picking it up then. That was autumn '98. No, because I definitely dumped it. Before I was hanging out, like she, she maybe we were just doing it together or something. But no, she, yeah. she took it from me oh, before so she was I was hanging out. Yeah, good trip. Yeah, yeah, and good way. He would run it up until the demise of the BSL. Uh, she, 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 I remember, remember yeah. quitting the Welsh, the WSF because yeah. the last one, the last Welsh national she did was um, 
2007, 2007 2008. Yeah, because then there was a, there was this meeting I remember, and, it, and and I think I was there, and it was quite a serious deal. Mm. It was like right, Linda is stepping aside, mm. and you know, there's one shot now at getting the right people behind this, and then that was when Errol Mason and Guts and Stuart mm. Bentley. Yeah. Before Stuart, yeah, Errol was secretary. But I haven't been chair. involved like since the uh, 90s. Well, I used to attend the meetings, the AGMs and stuff, with yeah. Colin Bright when I was a Grom. Yeah. But Linda and Hugh, although Linda says she had inherited, yeah. was a bit well, of a side distraction. Phone, yeah. But a side these distraction. two people <laughs> alongside here, yeah. alongside us here, the work, time, effort, care, passion and commitment that they put in is... Second yeah, to none. It's, yeah, yeah that's easy to get his handkerchief now. But, <laughs> no, it's... it's People do not realise, have absolutely no idea that the commitment, how lucky we are. Yeah. And I think you, you see these people at the, you know, the BBC sports person out of the year thing, don't they? They do the unsung hero and the coaches and they... They say this person's done this for 50, 60 years. You know, they're always there painting the, the lines on the rugby pitch and washing the kits and yeah. all that. Well, I, I, these, you know, Linda, Hugh, you know, they should be on that BBC yeah. sports well, person. Painting the lines. Painting the lines. No, but I mean, you know where I'm coming from. I mean, it's, it, did, uh, it did get down to that, though, because I used to make the kit. Yeah, <laughs> everything. You know, I mean, sew the kit sometimes. I mean, I find it a bit of a chore organising some yeah. of the stuff for the trips abroad with everything that we have at our fingertips now. Yeah. You know, the emails, the WhatsApp, the yeah. Yeah. all online. It, Linda used to write it all, post by it hand. all by hand and I didn't organize know. It's right. like Put it in the bottle and wait for the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, it, it, but, it but, uh, but who was a PRO officer for yeah. a number of years, weren't you? All through the 80s. You were PR officer. That's why we had so many beer. Yes, yeah, so we had beer sponsors yeah. and hotel Barber. sponsors. Yeah. We had Mambo, we had Mambo, was it? Loads of them over the years. Swan Drive. Said, no, it wasn't yeah. Swan Drive, was it? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Body yeah. Glove. Yeah, no, no, we had no. Red Wing Boots. Yeah. yeah. Those things. Yeah. No, I got, I got a, a Welsh team top with Body Glove at Nottingham. Yeah. 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 It was one because it was uh, Simon. Pop, yeah, who died the other oh, day? Yeah, yes. and, and he was Pro Bet, Pro and they were the same wetsuits as Solar. Was it where they were made in the Solar factory? Is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, could it could have been. Yeah, because if I'm going to say thank you, Flace Herb, I had a sponsor through the shop, Body Glove wetsuits, and I had a winter suit, and then my winter suit got stolen off the line wet, which never happens to a winter suit anymore, does it? But you know, it, 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 obviously, that was what winter suits were worth back then. And then you told me that Body Glove had just agreed to give me another one. Yeah. And that was 97. And in 2005, I went to Luke Young's wedding and I ran into John Copley at the bar and he remembers it exactly. And he says that Black Rock Surf Shop actually paid for that second wetsuit, but you didn't want me to know. So, so very kind of you. Thank you very much for that. I, and I always thought, it was just, just, you know, a random act, you know, just being kind behind the scenes there. I, yeah, you, you, don't, you don't hear about the acts of kind. John, 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 John Coffey to do with Solar as well? John, yeah. John yeah. worked with, oh, John worked with Gold. You worked with everybody. Solo. Stuart Hatchie worked with Yeah. Because I went up to him and I was going, oh, yeah, he was with Body Glove and I was talking to John and he went, oh, I don't know anything about that. And then he said that... Uh, you, you, wait, the wavelength uh, wetsuits, the wavelength equaliser, remember those, James? The yeah. ones with the zip across the... Yeah. Well, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. They were probably almost wet. They were about 10 mil. They weren't. No, they weren't. They weren't. It was the zip and all that. Pete Massalis used to bring them in. I used to to bring them in with Pete. And that's quite a funny story. Remember that night? We were down with Pete and Mary one night. Yeah. Big shipment came in, and and the day had started badly anyway, because me and Pete had to go to Exeter Airport because they'd been air freighted in. And it was just chaos. It was a goat. (laughs) <laughs> on the M5 <laughs> in a trailer the trailer honestly we were driving down the M5 and this is a long time ago and I had a phone at the time oh, and Peter had a phone yeah it was like a suitcase car phone like a car phone you could only put it in the car you couldn't carry the damn thing yeah, <laughs> but he, he was driving down the motorway and I, I'll never forget it on the M5 there's a goat in a trailer the trailer had come off the car but it was a bloody big goat was, you know big thing with horns and hair and it's just looking at me, and I'm thinking, it's a goat. So I got past that one, I carried on, and then there were two trucks that had an accident, big Arctics, big, big things. And one of them was spinning in the road. Sounds like Mario Kart. This, <laughs> this was you know, one of those ridiculous things. So I phoned Pete. I knew Pete was coming from the other way or whatever. I can't remember. I'm meeting him in Exeter. I said, Pete, where are you? We should traffic on the M5. I said, anything to do with the goat? He said, I don't know. <laughs> because he was an hour behind me and all of this. <laughs> and when we actually got to Exeter, you had to go to the customs bit, which are the bonded warehouses, whatever they call And there was, there was two coffins in there. And we were, like, standing. I can remember looking at each other going... Uh-oh. I know there were people being repatriated back to wherever. And... Uh, yeah, and then we got down there, and I, you were down there for some reason. You've been down to stay with Mary. Anyway, we ended up, we got all these boxes there, down into the old uh, barn at the end of his yard. And we opened them up, and we were halfway through some counting, I mean, 200 extra large, whatever. And Pete went, oh, no. I said, what's wrong, He said, look at the neck. And it all come in, winter thicknesses, but they're the summer... British necks are that way. Uh, Summer necks are that way. It's just like, oh, no. <laughs> and they come in from Thailand, Chiang Mai, and... Uh, that's it, the whole, that's the whole season mean, gone. You, there's nothing you can do. That's the season of so I remember standing there, you, know, you were dad and all, and Summer and all, and, you got, so we were just like, you got a lorry of factory seconds. Pretty much. And we Which were all been like, checked. Oh, <laughs> well, no, there was something out yeah, there, yeah. on a piece of paper somewhere, you know. Yeah. Hey, ho. Gal did the big same thing years before, well, probably around the same time. They got all the measurements wrong for yeah. the arms, so yeah. they'd swapped. They'd got the lower leg. Yeah. So every single <laughs> wetsuit that got produced and cut, all the arms were huge. Mm. So you put the suit on, it'd fit you fine, put your arm in, it'd be big baggy arm. Yeah. Whole whole winter. Oh, is that why all the Lantwick boys are wearing gull suits around so that brings us up to we got we're getting there. Errol yeah. Mason, we're on Errol Mason yeah. cuts, yeah. and and then Stuart Bentley comes yeah. in, and then I think by now Anne Harrod's kind of grown up ish, and you and you and Herbie start coming back in. Well, he, he never left. He yeah. just kept going, didn't he? He was chairman for ages. Well, he, was, he was chairman, and then was chairman it for, was president, it a president? Yeah. It was a president, wasn't it? Yeah, chairman. And they just look, those things are just titles. And, and then, yeah, it's not that. It's, it's not. It's not that. They, they no. just serve a purpose to fill a gap. 
There's, yeah. there's a few people that we probably skim past yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Steve Lethbridge, for example. Yeah. Johnny yeah. Capek. Johnny yeah, Kay-Pack. Johnny was chairman for, for in the early days, in the 70s. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, you'd like, you know, someone like Tim Jones, when he was running Tim the surf school for us. Yeah, Tim, um, Tim was ever involved. As I say, Dick Emery was around. Steve Jones was chairman for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and like you say, there's there's been people in and out of there. But like you say, if you want, you know, biggest characters as far as WSF is concerned, and setting it up in the old days was Mike Cunningham by far. And then he, he went on. And pardon? And Pete's always well, been there. Pete's always been there, but he's never been part of the association. No. It was, because Mike was there all the time. Mike was part of the Welsh. Um, Denzel was still there. And Denzel, Denzel came with us. You know, Denzel stayed with the WSF until he was like no longer needed. Denzel was the perpetual beach marshal. Yeah. Any contest you went to, Welsh or British, or European in some cases, Denzel would be there in his red jacket and his and his little hat and his clipboard and his and he would time all the heats and he would do the flags on the beach and he was always there. Preedy and John Purton as well. John Purton oh, yeah, was the last treasurer I took mm-hmm. over and still getting letters addressed yeah. to John Purton. And before that was Paul Preedy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Paul so Preedy. yeah. John Purton would have been in the early 2000s it's yeah. now I took over as, tre- as treasurer in 97, 97 yeah it was before that yeah. um, Paul Preezy was like uh, when I was still same there same time as you yeah. and he went over and he was with Linda Keyword and then yeah. John Purden was with Linda Keyword basically yeah yeah. and, and, uh, and, and, and James you know. has been uh, taken on the surf school since when oh Five years, huh? five years. Yeah, so he's yeah, fresh. Yeah, he's the new boy. This actually leads us really nicely into the, the kind of the next part of this this conversation. The WSF celebrating its fiftieth anniversary. It's got to the point. You, I think Herb, you mentioned it earlier with uh, the Goulds in Channel Islands, and Linda, you said there's mm. Goulds everywhere. It's getting to the point in Welsh surfing now where there's multi generational members. In fact, we're into the third or, in some cases, fourth generation WSF members. James, you are one of those. As Bonnie just said, you've been running the WSF surf school for the past five years. And obviously, your dad, although I don't think he's ever occupied an official title within the the WSF, he's always been very close to it or closely aligned. Certainly, one of those strong supporters. Yeah, one of those those faces and names you associate with WSF. So. Um, what does the, what does WSF mean to you? Um, well, without it, we we well, I certainly wouldn't be sitting here the same as Vaughan, you know. So and Tom and yourself. So, um, you know, it's kept it's kept Welsh surfing together. It's given all Welsh surfers, grommets, you know, something to aim for. You know, even back in like my dad's day, he always said, you know, he wanted a he wanted a win so he could get in the team so he could travel and see the world. You know, that's bare bones of it basically okay, for, yeah. for him you know and even when I I remember my first Welsh down in Manabia probably in about 1991 and then the following year thinking right if I get to the semi-finals or whatever it was I can go to the Europeans you know and that drive to get into that final bit to be part of the team to represent the country and everything else so obviously without Everybody else that's been mentioned, you know, Herbie and Linda, if, if, it, if that had all failed, none of that would be there. And, you know, for me, it's really important for, like, my little kids now and, you know, wanting to be in the Welsh, get in the team and be part of Welsh yeah, surfing. I think that's probably echoed and it's a story familiar to, to certainly lots of us in this room and lots of people listening as well. Um, thinking back going to your first Welsh and that, those aspirations of representing your country, but it's not only shaped your kind of competitive career but 
also your life to some extent. So you're mm-hmm. running the WSF surf school now. Yeah, yeah. I run the surf school. I've been managing it for five years. Um, I think it's the oldest surf school in the country. Linda might, according to my dad, it is because he reckons it's the, it's the first one because it was established in 1981, um, and as far as he can remember, there were no other surf schools anywhere. Right, in, you know, it's, in the country. it's the first properly organised one the surf, <laughs> because it was after Mike brought all the awards back, and right. so people could be properly uh, yeah. qualified as surf coaches. Mm. So it was the first one to operate once the surf coaches were accredited. Yeah. And well, yeah, you know for a fact, Scoo Jack was going before then. Oh, was that? And Scoo, yeah, Scoo Jack was. Seventies. Oh, right. oh, yeah. It was pro. Oh, it's yeah, seven. Uh, just outside seven. <laughs> yeah, but they <laughs> they were teaching people to surf, but you know there was no organisation yeah. attached to it. it were, but they were charging. They were charging for people to stay there and learn to surf and borrow right. their boards. Yeah. But that was like seventies. And, and wasn't there a, a, like a TV documentary on it? Recently? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's on YouTube. Yeah, you can see it. It was like a, a lively place. I mean, I, oh, before my time, somebody, somebody worth lands. somebody worth asking, but that would be the chap. Well, well we all know, but uh, I don't know how many of the listeners were. But a chap called Colin Wilson who lives in <laughs> Colin Wilson's got some great stories about yeah. Skew Jack. He's great, Colin. Colin yeah. ran the BSA for years. Yeah. 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 Colin that had the record on the ball. That Colin, he did. Oh he yeah, did. For and sure did a, there was yeah, a film. Union, his daughter Tegan. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Good surfer too, Colin. Very good surfer. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Colin, yeah, British champion, nice numerous style. times. As a junior as well, he, yeah. he was he was yeah. way back. Yeah, but he, as I say, he he's he knows that area. Yeah. And he's got... Herbie's just trying to distract from what he knows. I'm going to ask you next, though, James. Which is, what's it like? I've heard a rumor that the WSF Surf School you've employed Herbie as a surf instructor <laughs> at the surf school. So you've actually been yeah. his boss. Like you've well, actually had to ask you for a lunch break and things like that. The guy or the French guy earlier who was the lifeguard, and he obviously had you know yeah. aspirations <laughs> of grandeur. <laughs> <laughs> What's he like as an employee then? Brilliant. Did exactly what he was told all the time. Did he? He never had to ask you for a never had to ask you for a break. Yeah, the only thing he moaned about was when he came up afterwards, we'd have a beer at the shop. I never had proper brown beer. That's what he used to like, didn't yeah, it? He's been moaning about the beer tonight as well. I've seen him doing it. <laughs> and, and, and is that, is that French gesture? Open again, Tom? Because uh, <laughs> we've been you're uh, hosting us in your own yeah. home. Not the time lock. It's a time lock, is it? Yeah, it's it's like lock. A, yeah, watching the cobwebs come up. <laughs> time lock on the fridge, Tom. Go and have yourself if you want to. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, in middle, yeah. we're in the middle of working. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So he's all right, is he? Yeah, if I was open, it'd be some turn I'm, uh, I'm all right, thanks. I got my zero percent there for tonight. What's the point? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. myself. So I'm driving. The one other thing <laughs> I want to point first to ask about is we have hardly talked about the other Welsh goat, as we call it, you know, the greatest of all time. Because um, we've got Linda with all her <laughs> titles here. And, uh, and PJ. And, uh, we, you know, we did talk to Pete. To Pete. Well, three years ago now, I think. But uh, how's he doing? Good. Yeah, he's surfing almost every day. Yeah. Yeah, fit as a fiddle. Still breathing. Pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tech, you're honest to God, right? I've got a 16-year-old son and a 6-year-old son. And Dad texts me, 73, every morning at quarter to eight, what the surf's doing, where he's going, where I need to go. 
what time my sister's going to be in the shop so I can go as well. Really? <laughs> yeah. So he's like, he still absolutely froths every single day what, you know, what the surf's doing, when he, where, um, where we're going. When he lets so, you know the surf surf's doing, does he do the uh, the voice off the old? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Bit of heavy breathing in between. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it going for at least six minutes. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he does. He's so he's still. It's quite inspiring because I'm not as keen as he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's still, honestly, rain or shine. If it's rubbish, you'll go in. If it's pumping, he still won't wear a leash. He hates leashes. He thinks they should be banned just because they would. It would sort the crowd situation out everywhere. Yeah, yeah. all the people with no heads <laughs> on their shoulders. Does he work the shop? Yeah, he still works in the shop. Yeah, not as much now as me and my sister pretty much run it. But he's still in, yeah. you know, he's still in and out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but he's, uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he's he's keen. Yeah. He mainly rides his longboard now, but he's uh, yeah, he's super keen. Uh-huh. So he's still windsurfing as well, James. No, he stopped windsurfing about fifteen years ago. I think he hit his hip. He did. Mm. So um, just wear and tear, and he just decided that it was just. And we should return with you, James, as well to the the question that we believe you gave us an erroneous answer to the last time you were on Crest, which was that your retirement. Yeah, hundred so percent. But then it was a hundred percent, and then and then you surfed in the Welsh. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's right. I, oh, I know. It's his fault. <laughs> so was it, so you're going to be having a tilt to this European Masters? Not this year. Not this year. No, right, but I need to get my fitness back. But it's a never say never. I'd then. rather go and have a beer, to be honest, and watch. <laughs> <laughs> the Iron Man kills you off. Too. Yeah. And while we got you here as well, Linda, I've recently, through another project I've been working on, come across a story, and, and I wanted to find out if you were present for it. Did you ever visit Buckingham Palace with the British surfing team? Did, yeah. Yeah, British surfing team were invited to Buckingham Palace. Um, at the time, Prince Charles, now king, was our patron. Right. Was the patron of the British Surfing Association. And he invited um, us as a successful team. Uh, and I, I think it was 79, something like that. And it was um, it was to, just to have cocktails with him. Yeah. And we just went there and they just fed us booze. I was was the whole PJ time. There, he was there. Yeah. I got a cracking photograph of Pete and myself yeah, standing, and we've got Denzel and his wife one side, Rawlin and Mike Cunning on the other side, and it looks like we're getting married, me and Pete, because yeah. I got a long white dress on. And my old man's in a white suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's in a white suit. I thought everyone arrived there. in VWs and it was like yeah, flares and long hair. They were like the Beatles. Do you know one of the people who took it was Bez Newton? Remember him? Yeah. Or remember of him? Do you know about his books, Tom? No. Oh, you should look for them. You're kidding. Oh, I'll pass them on to I haven't got them. Bez Newton was writing books about surfing and surfing trips. And we found some film that Bez did of the Canaries in the early 70s. Early 70s. Surfing the left and then Morocco. We found some film of that the other day. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I say before you were born, he was writing books. 
Yeah. I'm even a lot better than you. So come back to the booze now, right? So back in the past, oh, yeah, I told him it was past, a boozy yeah. affair. It was extra- exceptionally boozy. It was only two hours. We were only allowed there two hours. That's enough, and like a still plenty. <laughs> we all we all drove in with our so invitations. Prince he's got he's got you guys for two hours, and then, yeah. what, and then he's got the squash team after oh. so he's on it all day. No, he? he's just, we were his last no call, I think. Like we, we went we went there. It was <laughs> June. <laughs> Can you imagine the schedule? So you've got the football team, <laughs> then the athletics, and everything. And sorry, Charles, we've got this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're a good laugh, though. Sorry, no, it was. It was. It was like that. But we all drove in on you know the gravelly bit inside the, yeah. the palace and parked in there. And, no, we uh, don't know. No, you don't know. <laughs> but it, well, you can see it on Google. Got, Dad's got the, still got his invitation. Yeah, I got my invitation yeah. too. Yeah. I still got that. Um, but it it was. Uh, this is good though. This is exactly how I was told it. There's a gravel yeah. turning circle. Yeah, a big yeah. gravel the turning VW's circle. all pulled up. It is, and all just stopped, and wherever my, they my stopped. My man rented a green Rolls Royce. He rented a what? They had a green Rolls Royce. <laughs> it was Mike Cunningham's father-in-law. Oh, was it rented it? No, it was Mike Cunningham's father-in-law owned D coaches in Morrison, and he it was oh, his oh, car. Oh, the glamour is coming. So, so, right. right. so it was me. I know Steve Daniel stole a couple of toilet rolls. Oh he yes, still he got them. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. They were. Um, there was four of us. Four of us in this car, right? There was uh, well five. No, five it must have been because it was Rowling, Mike Cunningham, myself. And uh, your dad and Pete Bounds, and, and we all, we all, Mike Cunningham drove us up at about 100 miles an hour all the way along the M4. Yeah. And then did you did, go on the day, yeah, yeah. Oh, so and we changed in the underground car park in Hyde Park, right? Um, because we all like took our clothes with us, so we got out <laughs> underground car park in Hyde Park and all changed into these clothes, left, uh, did go back in the car, drove back around, drove in, and stepped out. And like your dad had a white suit, Pete Bounds had a uh, a maroon um, velvet suit that, that, that he'd worn to somebody's wedding. Still is oh, But there is an image of <laughs> yeah, Prince, Prince Charles or now King Charles surfing. In, in Aberystwyth. Did he try and talk to you about surfing? Yeah, he did. He had he had a, a, an opening for everybody he spoke to. Mm-hmm. He'd found, like, he had a little bloke alongside him, mind cooing him all the way through. Mm-hmm. Right. But, he, but he did have, you know, surfing conversation. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> and one thing he did say to my old man, and yeah. his dad was yeah. with Graham Nile and somebody else, and they all had massive moustaches. And dad always recites mm. the story, I've heard it a billion times. Well, yeah, he said he just sort of he just sort of appeared into the room. That's it. Yeah, we'd all and, been there at least half an uh, hour. And, and, drink, and he just appeared, and he said that he yeah. walked over to the, you know there they were the three of them, mm. and uh, he said I noticed all you surfers have moustaches. Does it keep you warm in the water? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and Dad said, "Great man, this massive cackly laugh." But they were all pissed, so yeah. they were just everyone just burst out laughing. Yeah. And that was and how we. That was how we. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Do you have any memory? I'm told Rodney Sumter couldn't take his whiskey. Yeah, it wasn't in the palace. That was he did. He, he was thrown out of somewhere, but it wasn't in the palace. Right. Because he he knew of a Greek restaurant when we'd finished. <laughs> when we'd finished, right? It was six. It was I think it was six to eight, something like that. And Charles was only there for an hour, so. When we'd finish, we all dribbled He was off to meet the squash team and the rugby <laughs> so, team yeah. and the, yeah. the fencing yeah. team. No, pro- pro- probably is, uh, is, is the woman who's now his wife. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I know. I just know. Know. <laughs> 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 uh, <dear. laughs> 
By two of that program on the You're on joining us. Yeah, 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 and yeah, it's a lot there, worse yeah. on there. <laughs> so yeah. go on. But no, he, we, um, we all left there and Rod Sumter said, I know a guy who owns a Greek restaurant, follow me. We're all pissed off, totally pissed, jumped in the cars, all followed him. And, and run London, you know, parked wherever we parked and went to this Greek restaurant and had some food. And he was only in there an hour and he was thrown out of the Greek restaurant where he knew the owner. He <laughs> 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 <It> was whack There were a lot of people there. It must have been about 30 of us there. And it was before going to South Africa for the world. It was after. It was after. Yeah, right. and, and I don't, there were no women in that one. It was after South Africa. Was it was before one, going to France. That was, the, that was the apartheid. Yeah, no. World. Yeah, well, that that, that they first boycott, one. They boycotted it, didn't they? A lot of the teams. Yes, that was the yeah. first one. Yeah, the, the seventy-eight. Yeah, because yeah. we got a photo of. Yeah. Again. Of, There's film of that too. Yeah. Yeah. I met Prince Charles down in West Wales. We were yeah. in a sewage plant. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, I was. You were surfacing in sewage. Yeah, I was involved with them when yeah. they started and all that. We and we did quite a bit. Linda myself did quite yeah. a bit in Wales with it, and. <laughs> What's his name? Chris. Chris Hines. Chris Hines on me and said, oh, can you go to, I think... It's the Bird Reserve down by... No, no, Barry no. I met him there as well. I, I, I met him a couple Barry of times. Barry No, it was further west than that. Was it? it was up... Yeah. No, not, not there. Anyway. 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 Up by New, it was up by Newquay, that way. Oh. can't remember. A big sewage plant in Right. So Chris Hines comes on the phone. Oh, you live there. You go up there. You and I'm like, hang on, Chris. I only live two hours away. Yeah, hang on, Chris. And he said, oh, well, I'll do that. Anyway, off I went. Suit on. So I'm there. And he comes along and he did, Charles, and he says, ah. And I said, uh, he said, surfing. I said, yeah, yeah. I surfed against sewage. He said, yeah, yeah. And I said, you used to be patron. And he said, yes, yes, unfortunately. Uh, I, I can't do it anymore because, you know, we do whatever he wants. And he said, uh, and he looked at the badge and he said, Surfs against sewage. And I said, Yeah, that's correct. And he said, uh, So are you actually in competition with the turd on the wave? Which <laughs> I thought was very good. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody else in the line was a bit pissed because it's worked out to the second, right? Yeah. How, how it's done. And of course, he speaks to people and they've all paid hundreds of pounds for these frocks and suits. But he spoke to me for much longer than anybody else. Yeah. God, they didn't like me <laughs> when we went in the tent for a drink. Because I was a guest of Welsh Water as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was when... True um, story. Welsh Water. Gordon. Proper teacher's yeah. pet. Yeah. Goodness me. <laughs> yeah, Gordon leaves head of waste water. Well, I think, yeah. this, uh, this, I think we, we, we want to try and hit Welsh Water up and see if we can get the sponsor this episode after that. We say it's a good plug for you there. <laughs> probably have a chat with them, certainly. And, and you're right, Gordon. Uh, yeah. yeah. We want to get Jemski. Well, it's, it's, funny, it's funny. We had a thing with Chris Hines. Chris Hines invited me and Linda to a do over in Swansea, I don't know, two months ago? Yeah. Three months ago, whenever it was. How uh, is Chris? He's good. Oh, he's, good. He's and he is, really he's good. back to old Chris, you know, uh, good, good. Spark. Yeah, it was from under his clothes, isn't he? Yeah, sparky, yeah. really sparky. Really sparky. And uh, yeah. good. And he he was, at the time, he was sort of not, not praising Welsh Water, but he was saying how they did, they led the charge when all the privatisation mm. went on mm. in cleaning up. Yeah. Obviously... You know, the date of this recording, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not always been proved to be factual, but yeah. 
did he did to... say, you know, compared to Southwest Water and all these, a lot of these right. other companies, Welsh Water were ahead of the boat. Yeah, ahead of the curve, and and yeah. they were a bit so more progressive. More proactive, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they, and look, like it or not, uh, they improved the quality of Swansea Bay. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe the chemical works closing helped as well. Yeah. But, you know, there have been some improvements and in Port Colland. And well, we, we know that, Tom, mm-hmm. compared to what well, yeah, your dad would should say. But there's a lot, lot further to go. A lot yeah. further to go. I'd say, I want to say a massive thank you to you guys for your time this evening. And, and thank you for keeping talking about being ahead of the curve, keeping well surfing way beyond the place in the curve that it should be for a country of only three million people and one and a half coastlines. So, uh, you know, w- w- the time and the years that you guys have put in and, and you know, amongst that, the, the idea that you'd come and give us your time tonight for, uh, for a couple of stories, it's been, it's been an absolute privilege. And, and James and Mark sitting either side of, uh, of Herbie and Linda as well. Uh, for you to give me your time and come down and, and get but involved. But you, you've well. got to understand, Tom, it's not just about us, it's all the other yeah. people. Yeah. So um, everyone has been it's, it's, it's been, a, it's been a, a somewhat meandering conversation, but mm. a very enlightening one as well. And I dare say, if, if anything, I feel like there's even more to learn now. And so perhaps there might be, have to be another yeah. episode at some point I, in the future with I different people here. Brown beer. With different people and brown beer. You're, you're scraping the surface. I yeah, mean, you yeah. can't like even. No. No, you, you know, can't. you take one of those euros that you go to, or just the the, the life change. As, as James said, uh, you know, the effect that it's had on James in terms of wanting to give back, and the, from the experience he had as a kid and enjoying that, as uh, we all. But you know. look, I, I want to add something. About two weeks ago. There's some people. Uh, we, we're moving. British surfing has changed, right? And there's been. Uh, uh, quite a large investment and a change due to the Olympic uh, inclusion. Mm. So the, the game's changed, right? Again, and it is ever changing. Um, and you know we're involved in there, and we're one of the major players in British surfing now, and that's a good thing. But one of the people involved in British surfing, Joel Gray, we were doing interviews for jobs and what have you the other day, and he, one of his questions, he said, and he was asking candidates. What does it mean to be Welsh? Good question. And it's it's a really strange one. And I sat there when he when he pulled that one out. I thought, mm, go on. And I, I was I was part of the interview panel. And I listened to the answers, and it was it was intriguing, yeah. intriguing. But the reason, and I'm not going to go into that. But the reason I, I, I sort of try to talk over there or butt it in is a vast amount of people involved in this over the years. The odd favour year, 200 quid, whatever it is, it's not just <coughs> two people. Yeah. And it does relate to that, what does it mean to be Welsh? Yeah, yeah he's right. A lot of supporters. And, you know, the people, sometimes it's because of the, you know, the kids are involved, but others, but that doesn't matter. You know, mm-hmm. and some people just come along just right when you need them companies businesses individuals and uh, we are reliant on the money of our membership and the uh, the events and the generosity of the welsh surfing public that's massive mm-hmm. uh, and and there are so many people that i can think of that have stuck their hand in the, the back pocket you know yeah, all sorts of people yeah. mm. um, and they've not always had been you know in the greatest position to be able to do that and that's benefited 
mostly, well, almost entirely boys and girls to be able to go and yeah. represent their country. That's a marvellous thing. And back to the generational thing, we've had three or four, maybe more. Ron Williams is one of them. Uh, Ron Milk Williams. Uh, lately, who've... Uh, obviously, Ron's not dead yet, but he hasn't told us. <laughs> but... Um, they bequeath stuff yeah. and put stuff in wills. Yeah. 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 And we've had a few of those, and it's just been, yeah. you know, a bloke from a, one of the breaks in, in Wales wants to leave this. And you're thinking, oh, Do you, you know, we're all looking at each other going, somebody's who's life. that? That's somebody's life. And it's like, it, mm. they just, it doesn't matter. I want to give this mm. because. And they weren't necessarily WSF members or supporters, but they've seen something and gone, wouldn't mind a bit of that. Yeah. So it's a thank you to all those people that have supported yeah. us for, over, the, over those 50 years. Um, undoubtedly, as yeah. you know, we've got the front row and there is an awful lot of, the sleeves are right up. Yeah. But we, you know, there's people that have been involved, undoubtedly, wow. um, that have helped shape it. And you've heard <laughs> a bit about it tonight. Yeah. And... Uh, Here's to 50 more. <laughs> yeah. Successors, please. Yes. They won't belong to me. Care of that. <laughs> You've already said that. <laughs> yeah, that's, thank you very much. That's, for that that's a good outro, that is, because they roll the music in into that. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs>